This is the semi-final of Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022. I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly. So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry. It's the semi-final of Strictly Come Dancing 2022 and what a semi-final it was. Five couples battled it out for a place in the final. Each couple came out and danced two routines. They didn't just come out and dance one, they had an extra routine to learn this week. And overall, I thought all the couples did a fantastic job coping with two routines. Fleur and Vito danced a Pasadoble and a Charleston. Helen and Gorka danced a waltz and an Argentine tango. Hamza and Javita danced a Charleston and a waltz. Molly and Carlos danced an American smooth and an Argentine tango. And Will and Nancy danced a Pasadoble and a couple's choice. Welcome back to another episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. It's quite a funny episode this week. Uh, Apologies about it being up later than expected. I was, like I said last week, in the audience for the semi-final. Right behind the judges, uh, it was just a great experience. And I've kind of watched the dances in a different light than I usually do when I'm watching them on the telly. But uh, it was just fantastic being in the studio. I got this extra element to the dances. I was able to watch them up close. I felt the atmosphere, the pressure was really real in the studio. And um, it was great to see the dances live in the studio. I basically got double Strictly this week in the studio and at home. It's now time to talk about the dances from the 2022 semi-final. Opening the show with a Pasadoble was Fleur and Vito. What a way to open the show. This routine was full of power, strength. The shaping was fantastic. The positioning that she was able to get into, the poses were absolutely fantastic. And it was such a great routine to watch. Loved the production on this, the spotlights, it was only them two in the routine, there was no gimmicks, there was nothing to take away from the good traditional Pasadoble that Fleur and Vito danced. I don't feel anything got lost in this routine, it translated really well, I felt she connected really quite well with Vito. I think she really channeled what the Pasadoble is all about. She did some fantastic walks in hold with Vito and I saw the oval shaping. I saw volume between them when they're in hold. I still think we could have had a little bit more of that and I think it would have helped if she was just able to curve her spine a little more. I think it was Craig that was talking about getting the hips tucked under. Just create a little more volume to create a little more curvature of the spine, that will help. And I would have also liked to have seen a bit more fluidity 
in places. A little better transitions at times and for her to really do a bit more extension. The ronde she did around Vito, I think she could have extended that a little more, had a little bit more circular shape to that. And at times, because she was so involved in the dance, her shoulders, I think, started to rise ever so slightly. And it's the semi-final, so we're wanting everything to come together. We're wanting all these little details to piece together to bring a perfect dance. But her footwork was fantastic. Strong heel leads on her toes when she needed to be, very strong appels. I think she had the strength there fantastically. And what she did so well is capture the character of the Pasadoble. Just a little more extension, a little more fluidity in and out of things, and to make sure we maintain the volume when we are dancing a Pasadoble. But overall, I thought she did a very good job. The scores are in. Eight. Helen and Gorka danced a waltz. This was beautiful, it was soft, it was elegant, it was sincere, and I really liked this routine. I thought she did a really, really good job. I loved how she danced this. She didn't make it look mechanical. She didn't make it look rigid at any point. I didn't see any of that. I saw a beautiful, soft, elegant waltz. The sweetness of the dance, the emotion, the connection with Gorka, I think she did really nicely. Now, she did do an overturned spin turn in the corner. Uh, as soon as she got into hold, she did an overturned spin and then went into some pivots. And I just saw her looking up slightly too high. But what I was really impressed with is how she breathed through the routine. Waltz benefits from breathing. She had so much good content in this waltz. Pivots, whisks, chassis, her positioning was really quite nice with Gorka. Uh, she was staying on his right side. She kept her feet in contact with the floor on the drag, which, uh, is great. It shows she's really um, channeled into the floor. I loved the contrast this routine had at times, the way that they were separating and coming back into each other. It had a few sharper moments and then softer ones in hold. She does have to be careful about gapping. She wasn't quite connected at the hips where she needed to be and that just lost its its fluidity. I don't know. It just lost its polish. I don't know whether it was a weight issue, but I loved all the drive that it had. I loved all the content. And actually her head really was engaged in the routine. Yes, it was a bit high at the start, but I was really impressed with how she created that rainbow shape. She moved her head over so that she was looking at where she was going. In promenade position, she was able to open her head out. That takes a lot of work. Yes, it looks easy, but it's about coordinating everything together, making sure that your head is moving in the right direction. You're facing where you're supposed to be going. I just would have liked to have seen her work on the gapping. Apart from that, though, I thought it was beautiful. The scores are in. Nine. Hamza and Javita danced a Charleston. Wow, this was amazing. 
this was more than a Charleston to me. It was like a whole production. The way they started on the sofa, the set, how it all spinned around, the fireworks went off and they leaped off that sofa and went into some fantastic Charleston. The lifts were amazing. Lifts we've not seen before. And I'm really surprised that Hamza and Javita are still pulling out lifts that surprise us because he's done some incredible lifts throughout the series. And it's amazing that we're still seeing ones that we haven't seen before. I love the energy that this Charleston had, the style that they went for. I loved the characterization of the dance. He comes alive in every dance that he does. The footwork that they did sat on the sofa how energetic it was in such a contained way. I loved. Then he got up from the sofa and started swiveling. And I believe he had swivel on every foot at every moment. I loved how light it was. He was on his toes. It even on the swivel had bounce, which is so hard to do because it can get sticky and too into the floor. I feel he did a great job at getting the swivel. I loved all the coordination. Opposite arm to foot was going at times, using both arms extending out. I loved the clapping in between the moments. And I know that's such a weird thing to say. When you're clapping along to what you're doing or you're clapping in between figures, it means that you're just so confident about what's coming up next. You're not thinking about it. You're just enjoying the routine. And that I think Hamza does amazingly well. I do have to agree with the judges. It was Motsey and Craig talking about the bounce and how it had a jive feel. I felt it was like a Lindy Hop dance. It had Charleston moments, it had the swivels, it had the kicks, but the way he was dancing it in such a cool, bouncy, effortless way really reminded me of uh, the Lindy Hop. The way he isolated his head and used his neck to do the head wobbles. I loved the little bit where he was tapping his heels and just having the best time ever. And like we always say, he leads the dance just amazingly well. He is ready for Javita. Javita's doing all her fantastic stuff and Hamza is there ready to catch her, ready to push her and he's proactive in the dance. He never sits back on it. He relaxes into the dance and has fun but he's always thinking about what's coming up next without us realising he's thinking. I just love watching Hamza dance. The scores are in. 10. Dancing an American Smooth was Molly and Carlos. This routine was brilliant. It was such a good American Smooth. And I feel Carlos did a great job of getting the right balance of partner work, things in hold, mirroring, choreography out of hold. The whole routine was just so polished. It was so together. It was rehearsed, but it didn't come across as rehearsed. One thing I was super impressed with is the extension of Molly's lines, reaching out to the camera and continuing that line. The flexibility that Molly has got is outstanding. The backbend was so impressive, how it didn't look like, oh my gosh, the backbend is coming. Okay, I'm going to stretch and then get out of it a bit messily. It flowed completely. I love the set of pivots that she did. They stayed close with each other. They had the drive around them. I absolutely loved the sharp 
ballerina section that she did at the start of the routine. It contrasted with the rest of the routine that was a bit more softer and flowing. I do want her to be careful of her shoulders. They were rising up a little bit at times. I'm, I'm not sure why. And I'd like to see her elongate her neck a little more. Relax the shoulders, connect the shoulder blades at the back, and that will help them stay lowered. I do slightly know what Craig means about the stopping. Um, and I noticed it like when she was walking down the stairs at the top of the routine. She came down onto the dance floor. I don't feel she danced that bit. And also when she's coming out of spins, her spotting is fantastic. We saw it in her passadoble. But when she's coming out of spins, I'm finding it that she is kind of losing where she's in the routine. She's coming out, not really dancing her way out of them. And that's what Craig was talking about, how the routine kind of started and stopped. So I do know what he means about connecting it all together. However, I love the number overall. It was calm, it was polished, it was together, it was rehearsed. The footwork was fantastic. I was really impressed with the heel leads, the closing of the feet, the lowering. It was beautiful. The scores are in. Nine. Will and Nancy danced a pasodoble. This routine was very, very traditional pasodoble. Great music choice, produced fantastically well. He looked the part. I loved his costume. I loved the efforts that he put into the routine. Storytelling, the emotion, the connection, and the conviction was brilliant. However, I am with the judges on this one. The cape work was the opening of the routine. So it's the first thing we see and it kind of sets the tone to the dance. And the cape work is all about getting it wide. Craig was saying getting air underneath the cape. And that's what Will didn't manage to do. He kept it very close to himself, almost like he was drying himself off with a towel. He needed to extend his arms out. He needed to keep them away from him, using the space around him so that the cape traveled around him should really be able to create shapes with the cape which he didn't really manage to do here and then as he got into partner work with nancy it all collapsed a bit um and i think that's what shirley said as well when she did her demonstration with motzi he didn't manage to keep everything open uh, with volume. He didn't manage to keep a good stance. And I've said for a couple of weeks that Will's head positioning isn't quite in the right place. I feel what happened in some of the lines is that he overextended things. So everything became a little straight, a little placed, and didn't have much flamenco feel in it at all. But his footwork was quite nice. He had the strength. He had the heel leads. He had the lowering. He had the appell. And he had like the push and pull between him and Nancy. All the things banging on his chest, the clapping I loved. And actually, when I was sat in the audience, I heard him shout when he went into one of his steps. So that means he was feeling the music. So he was in the routine, absolutely. But I do have to agree with the judges. The cape work wasn't fantastic. And like Craig said, bring the hips under him so that they are more forward. It creates the arching shape that we need for a passadoble, that oval shape. With the arms, they shouldn't be extended straight. They should have the oval shape, but he tried. And for that, we say well done. The scores are in. Eight. 
so that was the first round of dances complete. We then moved on to five brand new dances from the five couples. And this is what I thought of those five dances. The first couple to take to the floor with their second dance was Fleur and Vito. And they danced a Charleston. Energy energy and more energy was in this routine. The chemistry between them, the character, the flirting, the playfulness that they had in this routine was brilliant and it was just such a fun routine to watch. It kept going and going. There was not one moment where they were stood not knowing what to do. There wasn't a moment of too much and there wasn't a moment of too little. I thought they got the balance amazingly, amazingly well. I absolutely loved how characterised this routine was. I thought they did a fantastic job blending the Italian feel to the Charleston. Fleur chose to have flexed feet, and she managed to get them flexed at all times. There was not one moment where it was like half pointed, half flexed. I loved all the open fingers. They were great. There wasn't a moment where she had sort of spatula fingers. They weren't closed off. She was really extending everything as much as she possibly could. I loved the timing of all the lifts. She got up when she needed to. She got down when she needed to as well. Now, I know what Craig means in terms of less control. I do think at times some bits were a little bit too, too placed as in she knew where her arms were going. I would have liked a little more swing, maybe a little more circular work with the arms, but that was the only thing really. Like if we look at Hamza's Charleston, for example, Hamza had the bounce, he had the head wobbles, he had that freedom in the Charleston. That's just a, a thing that I noticed watching it, just an artistic kind of thing. She didn't make any mistakes in the routine. She didn't go off timing at any point. I was really impressed with when the lights came blue and it all slowed down. Down. she got her napkin out how timed it was was superb and uh, how much she kept the stamina of the charleston up i really like that the scores are in nine helen and gorka returned to the floor with an argentine tango. I almost felt like we shouldn't have been watching this routine. I was kind of watching it through my fingers thinking, I don't think I'm supposed to be watching this. This was so intense, had so much feeling, so much connection, so emotive, and it had so much physical touch. Like the partnership was burning alive. It was mature. It was understated. There was nothing really that was gimmicky about it. So much content, the unpredictability of the Argentine tango. What's coming up next? I uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. There was moments where she was fast and then she was slow. And she really managed to sort of track in the air the, the shapes that she was creating. It was timed fantastically well. And she was on balance for so much of the routine. Towards the opening of the routine, when she was uh, facing Gorka, I loved the reaction that they had between each other. There was one moment where she was crossing over her feet. And if you watch back the routine, you will see the moment where she does something and then undoes it. And then does it again. And I loved that that bounce, almost like a boomerang. It was like, I'm doing it and I'm going back. 
I loved that about it. The footwork was great. I loved all the taps, the walks. She kept her feet in contact with the floor when she needed to. A couple of times I saw her standing leg wobbling a bit. One thing we need for ganchos is for our hip to be settled in the standing foot. And I think we could have just done that a little bit more. But apart from that, one of the best Argentine tangos we've seen on the series. The scores are in. Nine. Returning to the floor with a waltz was Hamza and Javita. This was such a sweet routine. It was so delicate, just such a great watch. He is such a pleasant dancer. He never tries too hard. He's there to partner Javita so well, and he shows her off brilliantly, which um, is great to watch in ballroom dancing because that's what it's all about. I thought this was such a thoughtful routine. He performed it. He smiled. He thought about how he looked. He was aware of that. He managed to actually stay connected in hold with Javita quite nicely. Now, when he first got into hold, I noticed, as well as the judges, that he was slightly hunched over over Javita. And we've seen this before. He needs to just make sure that his weight is in the right place, that his center is correct, so that he's not hunching over Javita. And I know what Anton means in, about the steering. He was leading everything with his arms instead of using his shoulders and his body to move around the floor. For example, he was doing the oversway moment that he did in the top center of the floor. He was moving with his arms and not really engaging his body. Now, because I was in the audience, I saw an extra mistake that I wouldn't have seen if I was just watching it at home. Because when I watched the routine back, the footwork was actually cut out. He got to the bottom corner of the floor uh, near the stairs where they run up to Claudia. He did a whisk, then he did a chassis, three steps in any direction. And what I noticed is he went forward, side, together, and then when you come out of a chassis, you always want to lower from a toe to a heel. And what Hamza did is went with a heel, which in the semi-final, we definitely don't want to be doing. However, I really noticed that he was trying to drive the dance. He was stretching back as much as he possibly could do. He was moving forward as much as he could do. And he wasn't just stepping the routine. He was using his body to push himself forward to land on his feet nicely. He was closing his feet. I saw him lowering onto heels. Not all the time was he doing that. He missed a couple of lowering where I felt he could have lowered and then gone into the next step. A little bit of collection on the feet as well. I felt his feet could have passed a little smoother. Having said all that, I just love this partnership. There is just something so magical about them. They bring such joy to the dance floor. And if that's what you're looking for, then this partnership is for you. I think it was a really delicate and uh, thoughtful, pleasant waltz. The scores are in. Eight. Molly and Carlos danced a pasadoble. This was one of the best pasadobles I feel we've seen ever on Strictly Come Dancing. To come back from so many dance-offs, to continue to deliver routines that are so high quality, to have a mindset that is just moving forward and thinking about the next dance, not thinking about all the dance-offs, not thinking that she could land in the dance-off again, she's just coming out and pulling a routine like this out. 
is so, so impressive. It was just such a confident routine. The shaping was extraordinary. Her lines were fantastic. They were bent. They had the oval shaping. The way she partnered Carlos, they had volume between them. You could feel it. It was almost like there was a, a beach ball between them. They had so much trust in each other throughout the whole of the routine. The trust falls, all of that work was fantastic. I just loved how this routine was produced. Everything about it created a brilliant routine. That opening moment falling onto Carlos and Carlos being there to support her was just outstanding. The walks that she did in hold with Carlos were strong. They had cushioning as she walked through them. They were level. They weren't bouncing about. And I loved as well when she did some more walks later on. Her timing was so good that she was able to do a little skip into them. I've also got to mention her spotting in her spins. The way she did so many, so many spins and then landed and stayed still. Didn't look dizzy. Didn't think, where am I? Where, where am I looking in the routine? Was just brilliant. And I loved the slower bits, where the music slowed down and the spotlight just went on those two. The choreography from Carlos was fantastic. The way it was just so surprising, in and out of hold. And the way they put this routine together to make it look so good was uh, phenomenal work. It was strong, it was passionate, it was powerful, it had breath, it had incredible shaping. Like I said, one of the best pasadoblés we've ever seen on Strictly Come Dancing. I really don't know why this did not get a 40. And I was sat right behind Craig shouting, come on, Craig. And uh, he didn't listen to me. The scores are in. 10. Closing the semi-final with their couple's choice was Will and Nancy. What a comeback. To leave behind the critiques from the Paso Doble, to leave behind the scores and it not really being the most uh, effective dance of his, not his better dance anyway, to come back and dance a routine like this was brilliant. I'm sure Will used the passion inside of him to make this couple's choice even better than what it was going to be. I loved how cool this routine was. It was so groovy. I loved all the mirroring and all the partner work. Their synchronization was fantastic. He played with the moves and the characterization of the dance. There was a few highlights in there, a little bit that was groovy, then a bit that was sharp. And I really loved the work on the bench, the footwork, using the heels, coming onto our heels, then coming off them. I think uh, he really got the characterization of what a street commercial dance is all about. So I think he did a great job there. I would have liked a little more expression in his face. I think if I'm being really picky, we could have had a bit more that was a bit smiley and then a little more that was a bit groovy and cool. I felt it didn't really change throughout the routine. And I would have liked it not to be as laid back at times. And don't get me wrong, I liked that it was laid back and it was cool, but I was watching Nancy and I thought there's a little difference with how Nancy's dancing it and how Will's dancing it. I think they could have matched each other a little better dancing as a partnership. 
I know street dance is not necessarily about dancing with a partner, but because we're on Strictly, I'd like them to have had a little better balance. Nancy at times was just a little more extended than Will. She didn't have it so laid back. But that's it, you know, we're being picky. We're wanting these routines to be perfect because it is the semi-final. However, such a great comeback, so confident. He was just electric in what he was doing. I loved the music and the sentiment that it had behind it, of course, coming from Manchester myself. Um, I liked that he was bringing Manchester to the Strictly studio. What a way to close the semi-final of Strictly Come Dancing 2022. The scores are in. Nine. So there we go. That's what I thought of all 10 dances of the semi-final. Now, of course, I uh, already knew who was going home by the time the results show aired. I had a slight feeling that Will and Nancy and Fleur and Vito in the dance-off. Craig and Motsi voted to save Fleur and Vito. Anton voted to save Will and Nancy. So it went to Shirley who decided to save Fleur and Vito. But who would I have saved? Well, Tess, for the final time this series, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who would you like to send through to the final and why? Both couples did a fantastic job in this dance-off. Both had entertaining routines, both had so much confidence, great connection with what they were dancing, and they both came out and fought for it. I feel you can judge it on one element and get one outcome, and then judge it on something else and get a different outcome. Um, I'm going to have to judge it on who I feel had a more challenging routine, a little better choreography, a little more to do in their routine, and um, just a slightly better routine for the semi-final. I think it was a higher level of challenge, and so for that reason, I would have to save Fleur and Vito. What a final this is going to be. Molly and Carlos, Hamza and Javita, Helen and Gorka, and Fleur and Vito. I really cannot wait to see the routines. We've got a judge's pick, we've got a favorite pick of theirs, and we've got a show dance. Molly and Carlos are going to be dancing their rumba and their quick step. Hamza and Javita are going to be dancing their salsa and their couple's choice. Helen and Gorka will be dancing their couple's choice, which I hope gets a 40 this time round and they're going to be dancing their jive, and Fleur and Vito are going to be dancing their samba and their couple's choice. And of course, on top of those two dances each, they're all going to be doing a show dance. I'll see you in the final. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry Surplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.